the ordeal over. Fragmented tremors still quaked through Evelina Broderick's body. She gazed down at her new daughter. Now, she'd finally have someone who would truly love her. Tiny fingers curled. Evelina marveled at the wee nails. The other hand tightened into a fist and flew into the bairn's mouth as she sucked on her knuckles. She's beautiful, is she not? Tears clouded Evelina's vision, overwhelming her by the magnitude of God's gift of life. Gunna, her wet nurse, peered closer at the babe swaddled in a warm blanket. Aye, she is at that. I believe I shall call her Serena, after my Spanish grandmother. The lass has an English da and a Scottish mither, a mixture of noble blood from three countries. Not a very common name here in the lowlands. Gunna's round cheeks swelled in a smile as she nodded in agreement. But lovely just the same. The bedchamber door swung open, casting dim light from the hallway candles. The shadow of a man's tall frame bounced on the dark pine walls. Evelina tensed as her husband, Devlin Broderick, strode in with his usual frown. A dent marred his forehead. He towered over the bedside. The midwife followed him and stood at the foot of the bed, folding her hands in front of her. The woman appeared to be in her mid-fifties, personally chosen by Devlin and quite loyal to the Broderick family. Her dark gaze travelled from Evelina to Gunna and down at the infant. I've heard the unfortunate news. Devlin's sharp tone cut through the room like a blade, through a gentle lamb. Was a lass so terrible? Evelina glanced at the only window on the far right. The shutters were closed, blocking the night sky from view. She would like not more than to escape the confines of her marriage, even if it meant taking sanctuary behind the walls of a convent for the rest of her days. Devlin cleared his throat. He wore a black tunic with blooming sleeves narrowing at the cuffs. Black suited his dark moods. His hair hung straight in the shape of a downward bowl. He crossed his arms, taking an authoritative stance. Fortunately, you're still young and healthy. You can try again when you're well enough. Evelina stayed her tongue. Over the last eleven months of their marriage, she had come to despise him. She had tried to love him, tried to win his affection, but he had been most impossible to please. No wonder her kinsmen hated the English. He had wounded her feelings more times than she cared to count. She'd begun to resent her parents for arranging this union and forcing her into a lifetime of sorrow. I love her. Evelina held her daughter against her bosom. She stared at the wine-coloured blanket covering her bed, tracing a finger along the raised flower pattern stitched into the thick fabric, a gift from Devlin's mother. I'm sure you will. He pointed at their daughter. Now, lay her down so I can see her. Cradling her child's unsteady head, Evelina lowered Serena onto her back. She unwrapped the white blanket from her squirming body. Devlin leaned close. The bairn's rosy glow turned red, then deepened to a shade of purple. 
Serena's head twisted at the nape, her face almost level with the bed. The child's eyes glazed over, twitching into the corners, only the whites visible. What's the meaning of this? Devlin jumped back in alarm. Though Serena's entire body had grown stiff, it quivered in spasms. The area around her lips faded to white, and the rest of her skin melted from purple to an ashen grey. She's not breathing. Evelina turned to the midwife. Do something!